Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Three minutes in front of noon on a live imaging Thursday. With Travis at Sliwa. Why are we playing the curb thing? Just for the fun of it? Because I like that move there, the great Brian Cohen. Behind the board. It's for stand-up comedians. Yeah. And I know it's not really a stand-up thing, but when I think of comedy, I think of this as a iconic song with it. What, I like it. What song do you think we should play underneath the I didn't draft? think about the comedian, because our stand-up comedian, Snake Draft. It's a Snake Draft! is coming up in just a few minutes. But first, remember, we are eight days away from the event of the summer, All-Star Friday Night at the West Covina Sportsplex. Team Mace versus Team Sliwa. Thanks to, of course, our friends at Johnsonville and Hoffey. That's right. Come on out next week. Johnsonville and Hoffey's going to be serving up the sausages. Hopefully a little of those brats, the Hoffey hot dogs. Welcome to Johnsonville, America's favorite sausage. And, of course, Hoffey, crave them, premium beef franks. Do you think, like we did at the pickleball event, that we'll do the, the sausage well, eating thing? I was just going to say. Well, no, we, we, we link our arms together. We linked our arms together and yep. we... We slapped them before. <laughs> Pickleball, two things happened. Well, we did. I know we did. I'm not two saying anything happened. tawdry, Brian Cohen. I mean, that's what happened. We got there, and we were all in on the pickleball part. And then the moment we were eliminated, right? You started drinking. Ultras and dogs. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, we could play for like Pretty hours. Pretty great afternoon. Yeah. Had a great time. Yeah, the non-competitive pickleball that was going on with just the on-air guys and Sedano and every, all of you guys was hilarious. It was super fun. Great friends. Great friends. <laughs> Great friends. I haven't played. No, I played one time since, and then I was like, "I didn't ever get into this." Five hundred million dollars in medical costs directly attributable to pickleball. Five hundred. You get a lot of people out there competing that shouldn't be. <laughs> well, that the, so Damn. that's the whole point. The barrier of entry is so low that everybody can kind of play. Barrier yeah. of they, entry. They sleep. think they can get in there, and they send themselves to the emergency room with torn Achilles. Mm. That's all you got to do. I feel like we got very lucky that nobody was part of that $500 million. You're in shape, Slee. No, but the whole station. The whole station, nobody. Somebody did go down, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, was, yeah, it wasn't. Well, no, Scott McCarthy, station. our friend, got and former vice president of audio division, he, got in, he re-injured after he got injured yeah. at pickleball. He's got a lot of injury problems, though. They don't ride in a golf cart with him. No, nah, he flipped the golf cart. He <laughs> broke his leg or something. Didn't he one time skiing? Yeah. Tor. Actually, yeah, he ran into a tree. I Didn't think. he also have a, a terrible zip lining accident? Yes. Too, where he broke his wow, leg. this is all coming out, Scott. <laughs> no more. Bubble wrap that man. All right, Emily, what's the order? All right, so we got in honor of Kevin Hart's birthday, we're going to do our draft of stand up comedians. The order, as picked by DeAndre, is going to be as follows Emily, Alan, Travis, Brian, Brian, Travis, Alan, Emily. Three picks total from each, uh, 12 yes, picks overall. I'm getting one of my first. DeAndre, two. of course, from the Fun and Games department. <laughs> yes, of course. All right, so. It's a snake draft. <laughs> I'm up first, and I know what. I feel like your first picks for both of you, I know what they are. I could pick them just to be an agent of chaos. <laughs> but I won't. 
I like that. Because I'm going to do my personal favorite comedian, a comedian that is quoted often in my own household. My sisters and I love him, watch him all the time. Uh, I've seen all of his specials, and it is John Mulaney is my first pick in the draft. He's great. You can't believe she it. took Al? your guy sleep. No, 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 no. This is amazing, and I appreciate you doing that. Okay, um, Dave Chappelle is just the it's the pinnacle for me. You can't get any better. She went to Red Rock. She was there. The only time I went to Red Rock, the theater out in I think Boulder, or maybe yeah, I don't know where the hell it is. I think Boulder. I, I saw Dave Chappelle there. It Red Rocks. Yes, this was a few years back. He did a full show there. They had some musicians there as well. Um, go ahead. All right, so we're going to put a pin in yeah. the uh, the snake draft for our favorite comedians. We're going to talk more Laker basketball right now. Jackson Hayes is joining us, another new member of the Laker family. Jackson, how you feeling today? Thanks for joining us. I'm feeling great. Uh, just happy to put my name and ink on this contract and become an official Laker. Yeah, what, what does that feel like, Jackson, when, you know, obviously getting the NBA is a dream, playing in the NBA is a dream, but to land with a franchise like the Los Angeles Lakers, what does that mean? Uh, it's super surreal, you know, just growing up watching Kobe, Shaq, all those guys. Uh, I mean, I was a big Lakers fan. I was, I was a bigger Cavs fan of Braun back in the day because I'm from Ohio. But uh, uh, I definitely grew up, like, just watching the Lakers all the time and actually being able to put on a Lakers uniform and see my name in a Lakers uniform is a pretty <laughs> surreal moment. I bet. Jackson, well, first off, uh, congratulations. I know a lot of Laker fans are excited to have you. It's funny, watching free agency play out, if you look at a lot of Laker fans, like, we need a big, we need a big. And then the moment that you signed, um, you're going to get a chance to play with Anthony Davis. Obviously, for the Lakers, they need somebody like you. Just can, can you talk about um, why you could be one of those players that we look back on and say, I can't believe Jackson Hayes was, le- I, it, what do you want to look at as overlooked or the Lakers got a steal? What are you going to bring to the table this year? Um, I, I'm just really looking forward to bringing uh, my defensive uh, abilities to the table, just being a shot blocker uh, and being a good pick and roll threat for the guys. Uh, I know D'Lo and none of me and have talked a little bit, uh, I mean, how much he loves running the pick and roll. So just being a good uh, pick and roll big for them, being a good roll man, and just being able to help bring away some of that defense from the guys in the corner, like have to make people worry about the roll man and just hopefully open up other guys. I'm just really excited about that. Jackson, what about, you know, similar to what Al just asked you, but being teammates with LeBron James, not just a great player in the league right now, but like you mentioned, somebody that you've been watching for a long time, somebody who, if he's not the greatest player of all time, he's not down the list past, you know, one, two, or three. Have you thought about what it's going to be like to be a teammate with him and and, and play with him on a regular basis? Uh, I mean, it's still crazy. Like, uh, just thinking about it, I mean, I grew up – I'm from Cincinnati. I grew up going to Cavs games all my life. So, like, growing up watching Braun is just – it's really surreal being able to play with him now and uh, talking to him and whatnot. It's just been awesome. Uh, so, I'm just really excited about that. Jackson Hayes taking some time to join us here on the Travis and Sliwa Show. Um, Jackson, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned kind of that pick and roll for just – your path and, and the amount of time that you've been in in uh, the NBA so far in your career, are there some pick-and-roll guys, that some bigs out there that you've looked? Lakers were fortunate enough when they won the championship in 2020. JaVale McGee was on the team. Dwight Howard was on the team. And players like that really excelled around Anthony Davis and LeBron. Are there players that, that you've watched in the league that you say to yourself, you know what, if I could be this type of player, this is where I'm at my best? I mean, definitely those two guys you mentioned. Uh, I mean, they've had very long, good careers. And, uh, 
just I mean I've always grown up watching those those two as bigs, but also watching like other people like Andre uh, Andre Drummond and just guys like that, um, DeAndre Jordan, just being able to set good good physical screens and get out of those screens fast is a, a main thing for me. So just watching those guys and just putting that pressure on the rim is something great that they all do, and just something I've tried to emulate with my game. New Laker Jackson Hayes joining us here on the Travis and Sliwa show. Have you gotten a chance to to talk a decent amount with Darvin Ham yet? Has he given you an idea of what his expectations are and, and how he sees you fitting in on this team? Uh, yeah, uh, me and Coach Ham just had a meeting actually just now with uh, Rob. But also before that, me and him have talked a bunch on the phone uh, before I signed and I mean after I signed. Um, but I, I, me and me and Coach have become. Uh, become really close in these past few days and just been talking about uh, just like how he can use me in the offense uh, at the four and at the five uh, to help com- com- uh, complement AD. And so uh, I've just been really excited about how Coach said uh, he was about to use me this year. Jackson, what are those conversations like before you sign? Like what, what are you listening for from the coaches, from the general managers, from the teams? When, obviously money's going to play a part of it. Playing time's going to play a part of it. But what, what gets said in those meetings that makes you go, okay, I like what I'm hearing? Um, for me, it's just uh, finding the best basketball fit-wise for me where I can be successful and where I can help a team be successful and help a team win. And, um, I mean, for me, it was just talking about, like, what guys they're bringing back, uh, the offense and concepts that they run. For me, uh, what type of defenses they run, like switching one through five, that's a big thing for me. Um, just being able to, like, I mean, hear out all the, like, kind of ideas that they have for me during the year, that's, that's just kind of the main thing. How much of it is also the – does this play a part in free agency, the exposure that you can get with the Lakers? Does it – usually the Lakers are going to have 35-plus games that might be nationally televised. How much does that play a role to where now you're going to get to be in a spotlight where hopefully more eyes get to see what you bring to the table? Uh, I mean, that, that that wasn't – I mean, I'm in the NBA, so that's not a huge thing for me. I feel like – if you play good in the NBA, people are going to see you regardless. But, I mean, that's definitely, like, a huge a huge uh, factor. And uh, I feel like that, uh, just being able to be seen all every night, have people see what you're doing on a consistent basis because, uh, I mean, it's definitely harder to do. I'm some of the smaller market teams. So, I mean, it definitely doesn't get much much bigger than this market here. So, Have you felt that already? They're just being in Los Angeles, putting that jersey on, and being a part of the Laker family, the – expectations that come along with it it's not just hey let's see what happens it's let's go win a championship and anything less is looked at as something other than a success yep uh definitely definitely been feeling that a little bit uh, i'm really <laughs> excited about that though so definitely really excited about that excited to be in the in the uh, player in the finals kind of finals race sorry can't speak right now I'm just feel <laughs> too excited but uh just Excited being in the finals race and just like being around that atmosphere all the time is just definitely a very different, different feel. Jackson, when you called in, we were in the middle of doing our favorite comedians of all time. I know, very serious, uh, very serious sports show here. Um, I took Dave Chappelle with my first pick. Who's your favorite stand-up comedian of all time? You going Chappelle? You got somebody else in mind? Um, I gotta go, Gary Owens. Uh, that's I, I'm gonna get smacked if I don't say that because that is uh, like one of my dad's best friends. So okay. I see him a lot. But I mean, still funny wise, I, I still take Gary over most people. But I definitely put Dave Chappelle up there too. You know, he's a dating guy, so I gotta add my Ohio boys up there. 
Jackson Hayes, new member of the Los Angeles Lakers, joining us here on Travis Lee. Jackson, congratulations. Welcome to L.A. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Y'all have a good one. All right, you too. too. You too. I liked it. He kept it in the family. Right, it's my dad's buddy. I'm going. That with was him. a very political pick. It's a good like. It was. Listen, I got. He's got to go home my, at some point. He's got to look dad at his dad later. again and say, "What is? What? Who's Chappelle? Chappelle's not paying the bills here. What are you here. doing? What are you doing? You, um, both okay. of those guys, both Vincent and Jackson Hayes, you can tell why the Lakers would like those guys. Well, and there's, I think there's a certain type of players yes. that are fitting the mold now for the Lakers. And to be honest with you, this guy's got something to prove too. He was a top ten pick, hasn't really panned out the way. Uh, and this happens all the time, but this is a new opportunity for him, a fresh opportunity. I like that he mentioned some of those other pick-and-roll guys that he can use. I'm going to shut the hell up now because we have the number three pick to the, to the – <laughs> My turn, Em? Yes, your turn, Travis. It's I a went, snake I went, draft. A quick little recap here. Who do we have here, the first two? Mulaney John and Mulaney and Dave Chappelle. Brian, you'll figure this out, that Emily always ends up with the first pick in these always. things. She rigs the draft. Hey, so how she about picks the first pick in a long and then, time? And then she always defends it. And she aggressively argues. <laughs> Very aggressively to where we get nervous. When was the last time I had the first pick? So then we don't question her anymore. (laughs) Today, I'll take Jerry Seinfeld with my first pick. Mm. Not only a great stand-up comedian who's been doing it forever and ever and ever, but an iconic television comedian as well. Give me Jerry. All right, Brian, you have two picks. Two picks. All right, for my first pick, going to go with uh, Eddie Murphy. Nope, can't do that. (laughs) Not not that one? You can pick it. Don't let him bully you. That's my all-time right there. Very good. The uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, greatest of all time. Okay, and you have for another the one. second one, I would go birthday boy, Kevin Hart. Okay. Solid. Good picks. All right, Trav, back to you. All right, I'm going a um, little bit older, so a lot older school, but if you've seen him on Saturday Night Live, you've seen any of his stand-up, old school, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was just like ridiculous. Like, what? Yep. <laughs> yep. What? It was amazing. So I'm taking Richard Pryor with my It's a snake draft. <laughs> Al? Uh, I'm going to go with my second pick. I think I'm okay on this one. I'm just going to take it. I don't think anybody else is going to take it. He's one of, go see Kings of Comedy. It is one of the greatest hour and a half, two hours of comedy you're going to get. Bernie Mac is grabbing my number two slot. Okay, so I have two coming up, and I'm not trying to win this. I'm trying to do... My top three of comedians that I love and that I go back to and that I rewatch their specials and I care about them. So if you have one that's not on my list, sorry, guys. Okay, we understand, Mace. You texted us about someone. But, hey, this is our draft. All right, so my second pick Mace is... Mace is gutless. I love how no one said anything. <laughs> well, no, because you guys are scared to say something about Mace, not me. Good job, Emily. Mace <laughs> is gutless. Thanks for coming back to work today, Jack. <laughs> I just anticipate the Twitter the Twitter or the... um. What's that? The threads world coming at me. All right, you, so my Mace. second pick you, in the draft uh, for my draft is Wanda Sykes. Love Wanda Sykes. She's fantastic. Whether it's on TV or her stand-in comedy, watch her stuff over and over no, again. No, she's good. So love Wanda Sykes. And then my third pick in my draft is going to have to be Jim Gaffigan. Oh, I he's have, terrific. I have read all of his books. I have. I love him. I love his story. He really relates to my family growing up Catholic and everything. Love food. He looks like Travis. <laughs> love <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. You? I'll take Jim so Gaffigan. those are my three picks and al okay my last pick so i got Chappelle, i got bernie mac let's round it out with sebastian maniscalco um freaking hilarious his just the way he moves his body talks about his dad his dad has found a way to now be in movies he's really good i'm gonna go with him my third pick trav all right i don't even know chris might know this person but i'd be surprised if you guys do 
he died very early, but he gave zero you-know-whats when he was on stage. He would go out, corporations, the sponsors that were doing his show, just unbelievable. Maybe the funniest comedian I've ever heard in my life. I knew he'd be available with my last pick. I'm going to take Bill Hicks. Do you remember Bill Hicks, I do. Chris? Yeah. Bill Hicks was unbelievably offensive and hilarious and smart. Offensive and is all good. All of those things. Yeah. Give me Bill Hicks. It's a snake draft. All right, Brian, with your last pick. And Brian, I just, want, I just want to tell you this. People. There's a very, very good chance that you don't screw up the third pick that you're winning the draft. He's got mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy and Kevin Hart. I don't know. So now I got now I got nervous. I got a couple that I was going to go for, but uh, I think I'm going to go fluffy for the last pick. Oh, well, L.A. native. Sure. Too. Yeah. Sure. You didn't think you didn't think that they knew who Fluffy was, did you? The way the hesitation <laughs> I knew, in his. Vo- I knew. No, but he I, didn't yeah. looking at Celia <laughs> Trap. Dodger right. Stadium. Dude, the guy sells out crypto. <laughs> dude, like 10 I'm just telling you, year. dude, dude. The way Brian looked at you guys, it didn't. That's why, why he threw in did L.A. I, native. Did I surprise right. you with my dude? dude? Is that what's going on, dude? It's a snake draft, dude. <laughs> okay, who didn't make the list that you thought George Carlin? George Carlin. Chris not Rock. On the list. Yeah. I, I Chris had Rock, Sarah Silverman Carlin. as my honorable yeah. mention. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Chris uh, Tucker. Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, some good ones there. Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Bill Burr was on my list. Yeah. Robin Williams, unbelievable performer, great actor. His stand-up was so manic yeah it was it was so much i thought you were gonna to pick a rodney dangerfield at some great point. choice yeah great cho- that's where the first time i saw bill hicks was on oh, really? rodney dangerfield special where he had <laughs> young comedians and bill hicks was one of rodney's awesome. guys i also love bo burnham have you guys seen any of his stuff he's so great. he's like the musician comedian so he will play all these funny stuff and he did this one special called inside during the um during the pandemic and he just did all of it inside it was really cool dude you ready for what to lock us out. Oh, well, I got to tell you about Jada Toys. Now, our friends at Jada Toys, you can pot down the music there, Brian. That's a little industry uh, lingo. Jada Toys is a, tar- a toy car company that you hear us talking about. They create custom cars with brands like Disney, Batman, Jurassic Park. And they're having an event this Saturday in Costa Mesa. Jada Toys Homecoming at Ancillary Studios in celebration of car culture, where they'll be having life-size vehicles of their new line, Pink Slips. And here's the thing. Ten winners that our ESPN LA listeners are going to have a chance to be the first people ever to have these never-before-released pink slips, okay, which will not be available to the public until August. So here's how you, if you're into that sort of thing, you want to come to this event Saturday. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. At Ancillary Studios in Costa Mesa from 4 to 7 p.m., 
Okay, Jada Homecoming. So don't miss it. The ESPN LA promo team is going to be out there Saturday in Costa Mesa, Ancillary Studios, 4 to 7 p.m. Come on out and press the flesh with us and maybe get one of those pink slips, okay? Travis and Sliwa, I don't know what's next, uh, Travis. Dodgers, Chris. We're going to talk Dude. Dodgers. We're probably not going to get to it, <laughs> but you're still going to want to be here. Great friends. Travis and Sliwa coming up next on 710 ESPN. Quarter afternoon on a Thursday, a live imaging Thursday on Travis and Sliwa. Great friends. Now, that bit, if you didn't hear the uh, first hour of the show, back in the old days, Scott Kaplan, of course, from Shinano Cap, which you'll hear this afternoon at 4 p.m., Cappy back in the San Diego days. Scott and BR. Scott and BR. Scott Kaplan and Billy Ray Smith, Mm -hmm. which Slee, of course, uh, worked with. And then Brian Cohen, who's on the wheels of steel today. Brian Cohen grew up listening to Scott and BR, and they used to say, great friends. You see, that was kind of like their tagline. Great, great friends. friends. So we're going to steal it on Travis and Sliwa. And I'm going to bring it up this afternoon, and hopefully we start a war between these shows. Sure. Kaboom. Sure. Exactly. Kaboom. <laughs> okay, so I went to the kitchen. Yeah. Um, don't don't bring up what it. I think you're going to bring up, because I'm very upset right now. Just try to go get some water, you know? Just very upset. A good citizen that I am. By the way, let's move the water, get it away from the laptop. Oh, yeah, whatever happened. No, we'll, we'll not get into that. Okay. Yeah, not good. You got plenty of money. Don't worry about um, it. Uh, this is actually ESPN's money. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, there is panini grill sitting in the kitchen. Well, because right you now. know, on Thursdays we get panini grill. Of yeah. course, we kind of Greg and Stephanie. Greg, Greg. and so Stephanie, and then Stephanie, Morales was just added to the list. Well, because I made it a bit. Yeah. So there's panini grill right now sitting in the kitchen. Right. Enough for three people. Right. All individually, you know, you get your individually Tupperware, right, right, whatever right. they get it. And the bag is uh, stapled shut. It's got the receipt there. Uh-huh. So nobody can really kind of grab anything. It's just for them three. Looks amazing. Walked right back, and it's still sitting there. Right. It's not open game. Like, is it, uh, Don't you feel a little nervous if you got your food sitting Oh, there I thought you were going to mention kitchen? that they forgot my salad. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Because that's a text going on ordered. right now. You got shut out. They forgot the salad. That's a shame. And it, today was my day since since I'm new to this Thursday tradition because I'm not usually here on Thursdays yeah. and I don't plan to be. Yeah. But just the last few weeks, it seems like I've had to be. I treated everybody. Yep. That's so nice Stephanie's got my Venmo, cold hard cash, directly pipeline. Boom. But my salad's not there. So whose responsibility is? Is it Stephanie? Oh, I'm going to find out. Of the money, is I'm going to find out. My friends, is it your food? Like who has to? Because I had take my this I had my heart set on the chicken kebab. But a nice Greek salad. Did you get a nice plate with the yeah, rice yeah, yeah. and all oh, that stuff? Rice Who are you talking about? Okay. But you know that a Greek salad at an establishment, exactly. A Greek salad at an establishment like this is going to be phenomenal. Solid. And guess what? It's not there. Okay, let me tell you something. I hate to tell you this now, but because it's not going to help with your situation. Does it involve you buying me a salad? I think there's <laughs> I think there's pita bread there too, right? Does it come oh, with pita bread? Of course. I mean, this all right. is the pita bread. So we got hummus so in there too? Let me, let me just tell you. I don't know if you know this, but I'll tell you what you do. You cut that pita bread in half. You open it, right? Well, Get some yet. Greek salad in there first. There's no Greek salad, Slee. I know, but this is what would happen if, if you had Greek salad. If there were a Greek salad. You don't get, think I've done this trick? Get the Greek salad and then put the kebab uh, in there as well. Well, sure. It is. is there another way to do it? That's the only way I've ever done it. No, people are eating the salad separately. I want everything to be no, merged like together. A, like a wrap. I'm right. telling people. Like I, I watch yeah. people at a restaurant, and there's, here they are eating the salad first. Don't eat the salad first. Stuff it Mix in it there. Mix it all together. Yeah. You stuff get it, it in, in there. there. <laughs> and guess what? I don't have any Greek salad. Okay. You you can't stuff it in there. I can't. But if you did have a salad, does does you Berg would stuff have a salad? In. No, I ordered a salad for the three of us to share. I thought it was a nice for the table. For the table. For the table. And that salad was probably fifteen bucks. 
Can I tell you guys something? You know how many bits I got to do to make 15 bucks? <laughs> yeah, how much you make per bit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not what you would think, Jack. I think I just broke my tooth. What? What? Literally. I went to take a sip of my water out of the coffee cup, yeah. and I whacked my tooth, and see. I think I just took Smile. a chunk out of it. On the backside of this tooth oh, wait, wait, is wait, 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 wait. You can't see it. It's on the backside, but it doesn't feel good. Wow. Yeah. Well, this will be playing at Mandy's 3. I think I just broke my tooth. That's super fun. Let's make sure we cut off all this. And let's get somebody in get, here with a solo video. You should get braces. Al, stick your finger in here. Yeah, please stick your finger in there. <laughs> you should get braces. It's not going to I've only touched it with my tongue 8 trillion times in the last 30 well, seconds. Well, what do you mean it's broken? Like a piece came like off a or it's chip? loose? No, I chipped a piece you of, chipped the back your tooth. of the tooth. But had you chipped the back? I came in from underneath, like up and under on a layup. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> when you come underneath. <laughs> this guy Euro-stepped with his coffee. I really do. That is not good. I'm sorry, but this is amazing. I wasn't expecting today on a live imaging Thursday. <laughs> I think I broke my tooth. First day, like cramp. That was a uh, the cramps. Yeah, and from now last you year, a tooth gone. Two years ago, what happened? It's a. Is it a final on the tooth? I, it it like, is a final. It feels like there's a little piece. Yeah, this out could of be it. it, bro. Do you go to? You have to go to the dentist right now. You're bleeding. I no. went to the dentist. No, no, is he Friday bleeding? The, no, no, no. Oh. Sorry, sorry. I that went to the dentist on Friday. Cool. It was terrific. All my teeth were in one piece. Got the cleaning. Do you Not do, like really fragile. They were like, ooh, this could break <laughs> any second. Yeah. Yeah. Don't break the coffee cup. You know how they give a notice like every six months going for your cleaning? This is why you got to use plaques so you get that fluoride rinse so That's your teeth get strong. That's what Ann said. Who's Ann? Hygienist Ann. Oh, I like it. I'm, yeah. I'm sure Ann's a lovely woman. but She's great. Yeah. Um, I once dated a dental hygienist. That was my bit. Also, my friend who has the two cats and the bunny is a dental hygienist. Oh. So, so you, you go. can go get see the bunny? Yeah, go see her. So they're going to have to put all kinds of stuff in there. You're going to have a long mouth. day ahead of you, Trav. No, it's teeny tiny. No, but it, but it, you can't eat anything. It was Especially the way you eat. <laughs> Rip that thing right out of there. <laughs> go all liquids it's, for... It's a good point. Be go sure we cut that last. That was the, that was the, uh, that the, was the bit right there. Yeah. So we're going to have to cut, guys, back there in the social room. Ew. We have the beginning, then we cut some of that middle out, the dead weight. Then we go right to the, the way you eat. That's the punchline there. <laughs> Since we just did favorite comedians. You don't look good, bro. Your color is different. Yeah, who well, are your just, favorite? We well, broke his tooth. Doesn't feel very. You're not good. looking good. Doesn't feel very. You good. want to take worried. the rest of the day off? No. Okay, good. Because we don't have anything to do then. <laughs> okay, Cody and DeAndre in here. They got a podcast now, so they could fill in. Okay. How many episodes have you guys? They're done? on episode three. Oh, okay. Four. You're on three now. Oh. You've done three. That's impressive. It is. It took a while for them to get started. They wouldn't I know. Start. They were pumped. They, they were teasing start. it for like a year. <laughs> Honestly, build the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you guys the story about this uh, new retirement home for Travis? I was like, hey, have you guys done a podcast yet? No, because Cody's good. Do they have a dentist on site? Probably. (laughs) All right, so I went to, I don't know if you guys want me to start it, but um, this place 40 minutes from Denver, it's called Evergreen, Colorado. I think it's perfect for Travis. There's there's a little cute little downtown with a bunch of like good bars, a good bar scene, some like little food scene. Good start. It's got like both, you can do big hiking where you're up a hill and then you can also do like a little walk around the lake like you can go one. and ski and i know susan, susan skis. skis you know you, there's like a lot of breweries there's a winery there's Bro. all this beautiful stuff it, and i don't know the price of this town i wasn't looking on zillow what about the there. restaurant situation so there are a few on the strip there is you know a classic like what's bar the name fair. of it again evergreen in colorado uh but the suburbs outside of it have all the rest of the stuff you want you can have the suburb life you can have like a costco and some other stuff but we ate at a brewery we brought trivial pursuit with us it was pretty great uh and then but you can kind of go and get whatever you want it's it's good living right there it's a little smaller than i would like Ten thousand people 
What's well, everyone's well, gonna know your name, Trav. Okay. No, she's saying this is where I should hang up my my. Well, especially uh, when you have no teeth. Day. <laughs> I'm gonna need soft food. Do you floss? I do, regularly. Do you plaques? I not as regularly as I should. But do you yes. Listerine? I do. Well, then I don't know what the problem is. Did I smacked it with a cough? This is not Bam! tooth decay. This is tooth assault. No, I think the the teeth are weak. Ten thousand people sleep. That's that's too small. The teeth are weak. The leads are weak. Oh, that's a sorry. <laughs> Oh, Emily, way too expensive. I, this must be a very nice place. No. Oh, it's more expensive than where you live currently? Well, I'm not going to be working in this situation, Chris. This is a retirement. You think you're going to make it to retirement? Oh, hell yeah. You don't think oh, You think man. your body's going to yeah. let you retire? 100%. No. I, I, I'm taking the over now. I was on the under for a long time. Other than my dental health, I'm doing Bro, great. Bro, we got the footage, too. Oh, look at that. Eddie yeah, Carrillo that, went back on YouTube. That's what it was. And don't and worry. just ESPN... tried to kind of see the... the... <laughs> ESPN Los Angeles will get it. We got to just go back in the, the I got to get that printed out. I need a t-shirt with that image on it. And right there. This little piece right here, Slee. Well, because it's a look on your eyes, too. It's, it's right like, there. oh, no. A little piece missing. Great. Come here. <laughs> got any silly putty over there? Is it there? like um, with a finger or something you had to put on ice or whatever so they can attach it later? It's not sensitive to the water, so that's good. Maybe it's just more of a rough patch. I don't know. Got any recommendations? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to trying to see players who played through injury. <laughs> I'm Is this Willis your Reed. Flu game? I'm Willis Reed. Willis I'm Jack Reed. Youngblood. Bob Done. Gibson. These are all no, Willis Reed. Kirk Done. Gibson. What else do you want to know? Done. <laughs> now, Willis Reed played like four minutes in that game. Can yeah, we, can we stop came with that? Yeah, but it was the drama of it. It, it was, was the fact that he ran back out. He played four and minutes. MSG was like, oh my god. I think gosh. he had like. Three points and played four minutes. It's the most over. Like, Kirk Gibson hit a home run with one arm right. off the best relief pitcher Correct. in baseball. Which one do you think you should be compared to? Probably Willis Reed. <laughs> That's probably fair. <laughs> you had three points the rest of the way. That's probably It was our fair. final hour of doing the show. Emily, are we doing more Lakers? Yay or nay? Uh, we may have one more. Right. Uh, it is up in the air. It's actually up to us if we call them. <laughs> He's waiting by the phone. You might have, have to... I'm gonna need to Do you think your tooth address. will be fixed by next Friday night, eight days away? Oh, yeah. All-Star Friday night is happening at the West Covina Sportsplex. You know you don't want to miss the event of the summer, our third signature event. It's going to start at 10 a.m. a live broadcast all day long. It starts with these guys, Travis and Sliwa. We'll be out there pressing the flesh. Going to be a party, party, oh, party. You're going to want to be there. And, of course, as night falls on a mm-hmm. summer night, that's when the battle of Team Sliwa versus Team Mace will happen, and you know you want to be there. You don't want to miss this party, so make plans to be with us eight days from today. All-Star Friday night, presented by our friends Rotolo Chevrolet, Mike Caposio, Caposio Buick GMC. Come visit Rotolo Chevrolet, or Rotolo Chevy, excuse me. I think it's Chevrolet, though. Chevrolet. So they screwed up the copy yet again Rotolo on me. Chevrolet. Oh, I swear to God, oh, these guys, God. they can't get cut. Just like they can't give me a Mediterranean salad, <laughs> the Fun and Games Department can't write copy. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Okay, are they doing this on purpose? I think so now. <laughs> yeah, yeah this could be one of those. It's yeah, just yeah, like yeah we'll get you a Greek salad for sure. <laughs> Come like everyone talking to me about Taylor Swift. You, you have buttons to push, Chris. Come visit Rotovo Chevrolet and Composio Buick GMC and see what all the fun is about. We're going to see you next Friday night at the West Covina Sportsplex. Maybe how the Otani decision affects the Dodger decision next. Maybe. Chris is still here, so probably not. Stravin Slee, 710 ESPN. Yeah, the hat's got multiple locations, Slee. On a live imaging Thursday? What is it? Is this the mix of like the those? No, this is, uh, what's the commercial? Uh, um, I know. Modelo. Modelo. Yeah. 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 Did Do, Jay-Z take We're going to make a Ultra song. radio station though, honestly. <laughs> okay, Modelo. Remember Nike had the commercial for this as well? Troy Polamalu and LaDainian Tomlinson were both a commercial. They're like kids, and as they're growing up, he's got a hurt tooth. He doesn't remember anything. Literally. I can't stop touching The whole it. break was... Ah, I chipped my tooth. It's a live imaging Thursday. How do you take Travis a pastrami sandwich, Chris? Well, from the hat. Just You just order their famous dip. And it comes... Oh, it's a dip. Well, you know the what jus? I mean? No, it's a pastrami sandwich. You've never pick, been to the pick, hat? I have, but oh, there's some different I have ways never you can been get. to the hat. Never. You pickles and mustard, yes? Yeah, well, okay. you can add that. But it, usually that's how it comes. It doesn't come that way. It comes just straight pastrami dip. But pickles you can add pickles and mustard. Yeah, that's the way. And then their onion rings were amazing there. Their chili fries were amazing. What time? When? What day was this? This was Saturday night. I just remember that I went there because it was a long day of eating and activities, drinking, and Saturday night. What time? I said probably like nine thirty. Okay. It's after I got the mandala bottle from uh, Total Wine okay. in Bray over there, I went to the one in uh, on in Bray on Imperial Highway. Is there Damn, anything that upset. got consumed post pastrami sandwich? Because if there was tequila mandala after the sandwich. That could well, I went home. The, I wasn't driving. Well, I know, but the there's influence. more There's more food at your house, I would assume. No, I try to keep food out of the house. That there's way. no food? You're like no, Bergman? Not like food food. Not like there's like vegetables and like stuff like that. You yeah, can make I'm a with you. I peanut got butter no. and jelly sandwich if no, you want to. You think a loaf of bread is to be in my home? No. <laughs> it's not a nuclear weapon. It's a loaf of bread. But I don't have children that I need to like provide food for. Yeah, but you're an adult that should be able to feed yourself. I do. I go to the hat and don't remember <laughs> Or I've got the factor meals. Like when I'm all there's I'm no on. like staples in your house. In the in the pantry, eggs. there's like you got eggs. There's eggs. Well, this okay. is why you and Greg should talk because you guys both don't have yeah. anything in your no, home. I've got a the, pantry the, full of stuff, but it's the pantry is in. It's it's a long explanation, but it's not in the kitchen. You got tortillas. I've got low carb tortillas. Okay, do you have beans? There are bean cans of do, beans in the pantry. Do you have some cheese? Eh, I'm careful some on the deli cheese. meat. Deli meat? There? No, that's no? Uh, you don't need the deli meat. I picture you like the Tony Soprano the where peanut he butter the is fridge important. and just starts jamming deli meats in. Some gabagool. Oh, I'll have. Please, yeah. please. Here's the thing. When I go to the, the deli, I get a couple pounds of everything, and then it's just a week of gabagool, mm. salam, okay. mortadelle. What, what is gabagool? It's just like Italian Capricola. bologna. Capricola? Yeah. Oh, it's Capricola? Capricola. Mortadelle okay. is Italian gabagool bologna. Gabagool is in the south of Baja, California. <laughs> <laughs> Next to uh, I'll have pause. the gabagool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you going? Gabagool. There for a week. Now I want the hat with my broken tooth and everything. Now I've got a, a preoccupation. You with sound hat. like you're mentally over it. 
until I touch it with my tongue. Good again. 15 minutes. I couldn't get in to just, hey, what do you want to do <laughs> next time? You're like, oh, not right now. I was trying to work through it. I was like, all right. Trying to bad. work through some things. Why are you yelling? I'm feeling better. Are you? No. I'm trying to talk myself into it. What are the chances you're here tomorrow, or is it going to be Quentin Yates with 100%. sleep? I don't miss work. Did you have to scratch your beard into the microphone? No, just scratching my face. <laughs> <laughs> trying to t- t- when he says I don't miss work, myself. it's more like also you want the noise of like I'm a hardworking guy. Did we do Dodgers yet? No, no. Well, I'm gonna go eat my panini grill without okay. my Did salad. Did you get a salad yet? <sighs> go I'm down outraged. to Starbucks, go get one of their salads. It's not the same. It. It's of course, same. it's not the same. It's not even close to the same. But it's the best. And it you went can through do right a third party delivery service, which I'm not going to call out. But so, where does the refund come? It's not coming. No, it's not coming. No, you can get a refund from the third party. And it wasn't even service. through me. I Venmoed Email. Stephanie. She ordered it, so mm. she's gonna she's gonna go get the refund and take my fifteen bones. <laughs> well, she deserves it. Somebody's having a salad somewhere <laughs> on Chris. Yeah, somewhere somewhere <laughs> someone is having a salad. What if Stephanie's outrage. eating a salad right now and she got the fifteen? <laughs> I don't know where yours went. This one's mine. To put to get those Kalamata olives in there, a little red onion. It's oh, very hard to beat. It is hard to beat. It's it is all beat. I wanted today. And it's fresh and it's light, and you feel good about yourself yeah. after you eat that. Twenty minutes away from Super Crosstalk. Mason's back. He decided to come to work. He today. is. I think. All right. By uh, the way, he was already texting us about these comedians we left off. By the way, great news. <laughs> <laughs> they have updated our cover photo. <laughs> That's pretty great. That Look, I'm great. not Leon Spinks. I didn't lose the tooth. I just took a very small little piece out of it. I think I, I'll, I'll survive you, to another day. Dan Wynn. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Do you know who Leon Spinks is, Slee? I just remember. I just He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated when I was like 10. He's a boxer. And he's missing both of his oh, two yeah. front teeth. Yeah. So that's any toothless person is now Leon Spinks for the rest do of you my ever, life. Um, do you ever like see somebody at the bar or something like that, and if they're missing a tooth, you're like, yeah, I'm going to just I'm gonna leave him alone. I'm going to go around. Or it's the... The cauliflower. Those guys ears. You give a very wide berth. I go too. to a different bar. Yeah, those. I just those decide. Are, you know yeah. what? I'm not even because even if I offered him a drink, I don't know how that's going to go. Is he going to take that disrespect? Well, you don't think I? You don't think I have money? <laughs> so, so the I, I want nothing. Cauliflower to do with ear that. means they mean business, right? You don't. You don't mess. A missing tooth could mean a bunch of different things. Yeah. Right. That, that's not necessarily a tough guy. That could yeah. just be bad luck. That could be. You don't take care of your teeth. I'm trying to play it safe. I'm trying to play it safe. Even if he doesn't take care of his teeth, I'm still, I'll go to the other side of the bar. If you're missing a bunch of them, then I think that's more of a, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not, you're not making your every six month appointment. Oh, I'm so excited. We went to, uh, I told you I went to the dentist on Friday. Yeah. And I, I, I had to leave my original dentist to go to a different one for a while because of our insurance situation. We're back to the one. Unlike that I mine, which do they just die? <laughs> Yours die. I my insurance changed, so I went back to the one that I I love, and get my teeth cleaned. And she says, "Oh, I need to check your new plan because you may be able to get under the wire to get an additional cleaning later in the year because you get X amount per calendar year as opposed to every six months." I don't get it. She's trying to get. She's trying to get me an extra cleaning. Who wouldn't want another dental cleaning if you could get it? Me. Can't wait. Can I here book an appointment? I'll go in there. I'll tell them I'm Emily, and I'll get another. Yeah, well, then have, they might die. Who knows? We have Stretch Lab come in here once a month. You should have your dentist come in here once a month, just in the back there, just working on your teeth. Love that guy. All right, Otani. We'll see. They they got swept by the Padres. You yeah. just said it's the first series sweep of the season. Padres have won three games in a row. They have not swept a team. Right. Mm-hmm. So they sweep the Angels three games. They're off today. The Angels are. They play the Dodgers Friday, Saturday, their final series before uh, the All-Star break. Yep. They're 
fading fast. They're only a game over 500. They're seven games back in the division. They're four games back in the wild card. Mike Trout is down for at least a month. And and by the way, here's the other thing. Maybe two, four to eight weeks means he'll be back early in August or he'll be back early in September. If he's back early in September, that means they got another 20 games or so to what to make up what could be a deficit of eight, nine, ten games potentially. Yeah. So that's happening. Anthony Rendon constantly hurt. Otani's got a finger problem. They should move him. Here and the Dodgers have always been mentioned as the most likely spot. I think he will end up as a Dodger. That being said, there is no guarantee at all. The Dodgers need starting pitching. The Dodgers need bullpen help. The Dodgers could use another bat in the order. Do if you're Andrew Friedman, and I know this is not how he operates, okay. but is now not the time because it fixes their problem potentially it fixes your problem it takes him off the market more than likely if you get him in i think it'd be very likely he'd decide to go some unlikely i should say that he goes somewhere else do you not do the thing that you never do and just say let's just go get this done today and see what happens because if you don't and you try to get him in the offseason and you miss and this season just goes up in smoke what have you done here's the problem the problem is that i think we both agree you were making a case earlier today that Artie Moreno is not going to trade Shohei Otani. Unless they completely collapse which over the next three weeks. Which they're... I'm talking now like they go on a... They, they lose, they lose 8 12 10. or 15. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're positioning themselves. It's, <laughs> they're well if, on if their that's way. the goal, <laughs> yeah. then that's what they're kind of doing. If if you don't think Artie Moreno is going to, just hypothetically speaking, you're not, they're not going to trade Shohei Otani. The last thing I think he's going to do and you, this is kind of the point that you've made. It's not about logic. It's not about make the smart decision. It's There's a lot of other things that factor into Artie Moreno's head. To trade him to the Dodgers is the last thing I think he's going to do. And, and by the way, if you're the Dodgers, I do agree. Hey, go make a run for him. If you can go get it done, go get it done. The problem is... Of all the scenarios out there, I think that's the one Artie Moreno. For if first, it's I don't want to trade him. Okay. If the second is okay, I have to trade him. I'm not trading him to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Artie Moreno will probably sleep better at night, saying at least if I trade him to one of these other teams, maybe he ends up out of the state of California. Maybe he ends up in Northern California, not 45 minutes away from my stadium. Um, I think does that's, that matter? I'm genuinely asking. Does it matter if he's gone? He's gone. Maybe it's worse if he's up the road. I think it matters. I'll give you an example. I was at the game on Monday, Padres-Angels. If hypothetically, Padres haven't helped themselves. If he ended up a San Diego Padre, and if Artie Moreno was just being completely honest, hey, if I could prefer to have him play with one of these two franchises, even though I'm Anaheim is almost in the middle of the two, I think he's saying go play for the Padres. On top of that, I, and I just kind of set up this but way. That's, that's not taking into consideration, for instance, and, and the Padres are the perfect example. The Padres have virtually nothing to offer to the Angels. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't right. do anything. Right, they, they didn't help themselves they, in this so, situation. So they they don't have, and ne never mind the winning. They whatever they had is in Washington. Mm -hmm. They gave it all away to go get Juan Soto. Right, so they spent their capital there. The Dodgers, like we talked about yesterday, have the best farm system in baseball. Yep, they are as flush with prospects as anyone else. At some point, do I want them to go to the Dodgers? No. But what's my best return? It might be what the Dodgers have to offer. I, I'm going to spite myself just because I don't want to see him in Dodgers. Isn't he already Blue. doing that? 
I mean, that that's the problem with the Artie, Artie Moreno argument. If we're going to make one argument that says, Ali's not going to be logical, he's going to keep him, it's going to be too late, he's going to stay there, and he's going to say, I'm not the guy that traded what if, what Artie Moreno. What if Otani goes to him? And these are all you know hypothet- yep. hypotheticals. But what if he goes to him oh, two weeks from now, and the Angels just, yep. they're just, they're nosediving. I want out. And he says, just so you know, I'm not coming back. So if you want to, if you want to get something for me, yeah. now's the time to do it. And it's and now, now he's and he says it publicly. Yep. I think it's time for me to move on. Yep. They got to move him at that point. Would it? At, at, which, by the way, that's probably the the most like. If that happened, that's probably the best way for Otani to leave this season. But once Otani is available in the market, I really do believe other teams are going to say, "We're going to listen." The only shot we got, we got to overpay. If he goes into the offseason, and now we're, we're talking about this yesterday, here's a presentation coming from the Mariners. Here's a presentation coming from the Giants. Here's a presentation coming from the Dodgers. Here's a presentation coming from the Yankees. The only way that your presentation has any chance against, on paper, what the Dodgers presentation is going to be, I got to go get him before they do. I got to get him in the building. I got to get him. I, I He has to be here for a little bit yeah. of time. And I think some teams will take some risks to say whatever the hell it is. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Knowing that he could leave as well, I think teams will take that risk. We can talk about this when we get into the dump, too, because I think you bring up a really good point. Do we know anything about what he wants? He is, other than I want to win, the only thing that he's, everything else, we're kind of projecting our own ideas into what he wants because he hadn't really said anything. We can, we can yeah. talk more about that when we come back. It's Travis Lee and the dump coming up next. It's 710 ESPN. Did you see Ellie De La Cruz? Oh yeah, talking noise at oh, uh, yeah. the Nats. I, I'd like a couple of things happening here at the same time. So, the Nats basically had the umpires check Ellie De La Cruz's bat. The yeah. knob on his bat is a little non-traditional, and they had the umpires look at it like, "Is that conforming to the rules?" Umpire said, "Yep, he's good to go." Later in the game, he hits just a titanic yep. home run. And before he takes off out of the box, he looks into the Nats dugout and points at the knob. Yeah, like, he just wants to make sure you guys know. Hey, just so you know, it's not it's the knob, good. bro. It's it's me. It's yeah. my ability. 
I love that he chirps. Okay. I love that he, you know, five minutes after getting called up from the minor leagues to the Reds, he beats out that ball to first. He says, I'm the fastest man in the world. He, I, I love his attitude. I love yep. his game, everything about it. But you know what the best part about it is, Al? Mm-hmm. That he gets to do all that, and he doesn't have to worry about somebody throwing a fastball in his ear. Because it's not that long ago. Let's go back to the Yasio Puig era, right? When he was doing what he did, and he's styling some home runs and things, and everybody's like, oh, he's bad for the game. He's showing people up. Why does he have to do that? And we've come to the point where, you know what? You do something cool, it's cool. Fernando Tatis Jr. hits a home run, and he wants to stutter step around third base. We're all good. You don't have to worry about getting ear-holed a couple of innings later. I like that baseball, is. it seems, has finally moved beyond all those stupid, unwritten rules that dominated it for as long as it did. So I, I think it's not just that. It's the rule changes. It's It does feel like, hey, you know what? Baseball, it's evolving. And, and they were the latest. They were the last to evolve. And what it does, at least for someone like me, someone like you, even if you're taking a, just a clip on Twitter and you're showing um, Ellie do his thing, like you mentioned yesterday in that home run, it just you want to highlight the stars. You want the NBA is so star driven. The NFL, I know they got helmets on because very star driven. Baseball, you you want it to be more star driven. It highlights more of these guys, gives them some personality, let them do their thing. It, it for sure. But even the stars, like I'll go back to if you were anything other than put your head down and run around the bases, yeah. you had pitchers yelling at you. Yep. You had opposing managers calling you personally. Sure. You don't see it. Remember, now, they may still hate it, but they're at least not voicing their opinions publicly anymore. Well, and, and let it – let's put it this way. If the consumer hates it, that's it's important. It's bad for business. Consumer likes it. Yeah. The consumer wants a little bit of, no, show me a little bit of flair. Is Ellie De La Cruz the real thing, or is this just a rookie that came up that's gotten off to a great start? And fast forward a year from now, it's like, yeah, he's pretty good. He started off against the Dodgers. Remember that series? He started off against the Dodgers. I, I'd be lying to you if I said that, hey, I, I'm, I'm, I know exactly how he's doing. He looks like he's the real deal. Every time I see something on him, I love his speed. He's got the power. I mean, there there are things that you had said something when he, he first came up. He four hits on the 4th of July. It's a home run yesterday. Like, he's just – he's – and he's, he's not. He guys. didn't come out of nowhere. No, he was the number one. Was number he's a, one prospect. He's a, yeah, he's been on people's radar for a while. I, you, you never know for sure, right? For every Bryce Harper, there's a Todd Van Poppel. You just okay. He was supposed to be. He, he you don't even know who he is, right? Mm-hmm. You never really know for sure, but he's a pretty good bet. He's a pretty remarkable guy. Forrest Gump came out on this day in 1994. Emily, would you like to? Give us your opinion. I just think that it's a little overrated. All right. So I think that it's, it's kind of a, I don't know. I just, I I watched it as a kid. I thought when I was young that it was the best movie ever and I got older and I was like, I don't know. This is just a, there's a lot of stuff that I don't really vibe with anymore. Where are you on Forrest Gump sleep? Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I haven't, it's not one of those movies I go back and say, Hey, I really want to watch that movie again. It's it's maybe run Forrest run maybe properly rated. I just kind of if it's a little Always overhyped. Showing. There's a lot of movies that it's are overhyped. It's on a lot. I'm not put it this way. I'm not stopping if it's on. Yeah, I'm not watching if it's on. It's you. You guys know my number one complaint with almost everything. It's way too long. Too long. long. Yeah. It's way too. How long it's, is it? Three. I, I honestly I don't so. know. Is it, Emily, look up the running time on that movie. I I honestly don't know what it is, but it felt like it's it was two twenty two. Okay, so long, but not crazy long. If two twenty two seems movie. long, 
That's what I'm saying. There's something there. That could have been an, a tight hour 45, and it's a much better movie. Yeah. Do you like my impression of the kid on the bus that won't let Forrest sit next to him? He said, Slate's taken. <laughs> It's not bad. Next to me. It's not. It's not your uh, New Jersey accent. Hey, I'm walking here. We're, we're doing that. Yeah, it's tight. It's way too long. Uh, it was this day in 2002 that the women's singles at Wimbledon final, uh, Serena Williams beat her sister Venus. The two-time defending champion is the third time, a uh, third title match in a major in ten months, and the first all-sister Wimbledon Toss. since 1884. <laughs> That's got to be so weird, right? let's think about this you're an athlete at the level of both serena and venus okay you're you're some of the best who have ever done it and not only because you have these unbelievable athletic gifts but because you've honed these athletic gifts to you know just the the finest level yeah and you're wildly competitive okay so you've been working your whole life to get to this point you're here there's just another person on the other side of the net that i need to beat or is it i really gonna have to beat my sister that has to be such a weird moment. Or if you're the older sister, having to play the younger sister and, and, and getting beat by the younger sister, it's just, it what's, sucks. What's interesting in this story is, remember, was it a couple years ago now, King Richard came out, mm-hmm. right? And all the hype was on Venus Williams. And Serena was kind of the one that, you know, wasn't Richard really was getting- Richard was saying all along, like, wait till the younger sister gets here. But- at least what was being watched in the tournament, she's too young to play in these tournaments, whatever whatever the case is, and then she eventually um, becomes that. The one, I think, the only thing tougher than that, playing your sister or playing a sibling. Yeah. How about the parent oh. that has two players on the opposite side playing in the Super Bowl, playing in the World Series, playing in the NLCS, whatever it is. Somebody's leaving devastated. Yeah. Somebody's leaving having gotten this close. Maybe tennis is a little bit better because I'm a, I think if memory serves, Venus had already won Wimbledon at this point, maybe. Yeah, she she was a two-time defending yeah, champion. Yeah, okay. So she has one in her back pocket, so maybe Now your just, sister got. Also, you're 51% on Serena's side. Guys, look at the date. That's 21 years ago. She was playing and, the other day. Yeah, Serena just "Quote unquote retired." I don't think that she's totally done, but that's in, so impressive of her longevity. Obviously, she was not the unbeatable force that she used to be at the end of the of the line, but it's insane how her staying power. I want to throw this one out here. We can start uh, our super crosstalk conversation with this. The three-year cruise ship is back on. Life at Sea Cruises will allow passengers to stay on board for as long as three years. You can work or not. We'll put a pin in that. We'll do a little super crosstalk. So either one of you guys signing up to uh, live on a cruise ship for three years? No, thanks. <laughs> I'm not know a what cruise changed. guy at all? Uh, no, I went on one. It was fun, but it was three days, and that was the perfect length. Mm. Where did you go to Mexico? I went to the Bahamas. Okay. I, I we uh, My whole family flew to Florida. Like, everybody from all of, like, there were people in Pennsylvania, people in California, people in Florida. We all met in Florida. I'm assuming it was in Miami, and Probably. then we took a boat to the Bahamas and back. And it was fun, but three days was enough. My cousin I, and I were drunk for three days. <laughs> well, and, that's the whole point of these things, right? It's to eat yeah. and drink. And maybe yeah. if you like to gamble, there's usually casinos on the boat. There was that. Yeah. And um, and I, I, I lost enough money where I said this cruise should be over, and it was. <laughs> Can you imagine one month on a cruise? I can't imagine three days. Well, you know, the one I, thing yeah, I... It's not for me. The one thing I do remember, I... I, I Lost a bunch of money early on that trip, and then somebody introduced me to Caribbean Stud Poker. You guys ever played that? No. I've heard of it. I don't Basically, know what it is. Basically, you're playing against a blackjack dealer, okay. and 
if you get a good hand, um, your odds go up. For example, three of a kind pays five to one. Full house pays 10 to one. Okay. So if you get hot, you can get all your money back. And that's what happened to me. I got most of my money back playing Caribbean stud poker. And then my cousin would drag me. She was a, uh, she discovered Bahama Mamas, which are basically. Those are like a hurricane, right? right? Well, they're like a daiquiri, yeah. except they're made with uh, coconuts. and there, There's nothing worse than like a hangover cocktails. Yeah. Ready to... that, that tastes... Well, you can't get hung over if you never sober up. <laughs> right. Well, that's like one of those, you can't be drunk all day if you don't drink in the morning. Right. right. That's those cocktails... Five o'clock somewhere, Trav. <laughs> those cocktails that you can't taste any of the booze are lethal oh, yeah. because they're right. almost always filled with an incredible amount of sugar, yep. which is where the hangover comes from. You drink six of them thinking everything's fine, and then you wake up in the Bahamas, you don't know what's happening. Are you, are you a fan of margaritas or no? One. Okay, so margaritas. One, one and you're out. Yeah, yeah, like I don't need a day's worth of margaritas, but a margarita occasionally is good. Margarita is like, it's like fruit punch to me. It's not, I'm with you. Like I fall along the lines of I could just drink five of these and not even realize I had a margarita until I get up. Oh, you know what? Me too. I, I can drink margaritas They're all so night. Good. That is my drink. They're so good. Have you tried it with mezcal? Mezcal is great in a margarita. My girl usually gets it with mezcal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the dos hombres in the margarita uh, 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 There's a smokiness great. that comes with the mezcal that I don't like in a margarita. You don't. And not, not, it's I got like, a little savory m- mezcal kind of, I like, but yeah. not in a margarita. Okay. I don't want my margarita smoky. All right. I want it smoky. a little you want it sweeter, sweet. a little limey. Yeah, sweet. Right? Are you a margarita guy? Arlo? Yeah. Yeah, I like them. I, uh, I saw you sent, me a, you sent me a text over the weekend oh, that you, yeah. uh, you had a worthy splash <laughs> after your golf can, round. Can I tell you the truth? Forgot I sent you that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow. I, I forgot. I, I was I all proud of you, that. too. I was yeah, like, oh. No, but because we went out and... We're going around. I'm like, you know what sounds really good is a worthy splash. And I said, can you put a little salt on the rim of that thing? Oh, nice. It was oh, it's so nice. Unbelievable. Salt on the yeah. rim. Yeah. Is a nice and I, touch. And I, when they said it there, I said it to you. And literally, until you mentioned that, <laughs> I've never I, been prouder of you. <laughs> completely. Was Kevin, that the same round you told me about the other day where you played lights out? It was. Yeah, that's we're, a good day. Celebrating. Yeah, that's a good day. Made, made man. A few putts can along we talk way. about your snake draft? Yeah. Let me. Uh, did you hear it by chance, no. John? Okay. So today is Kevin Hart's birthday. So we were drafting uh, our favorite comedians. Okay. okay. So here, here are the comedians. Yep. Emily, uh, John Mulaney. Love him. Wanda Sykes. Jim Gaffigan. Hmm. Strong. Slee, Chappelle, Bernie Mac, and Sebastian Maniscalco. I, I've he's told so you people love Sebastian Maniscalco. I don't know who that is. I yeah. think he's so funny. My he's mom fun. and Leo uh, have seen him like. Twice, and they really love the sells he out. Plays I think that's yeah. pretty close Arenas. between those two. Sells Mine out. is Jerry Seinfeld, Richard Pryor, and this will. If you know him, you're going to love this. If you don't, you'll Bill Hicks. I like Bill Hicks. I don't know who that is. Yeah, so Bill Hicks right. was early '80s, maybe. Yeah, I'd say. I'd yeah, say, yeah. It's just outrageously funny. And then uh, Brian, Eddie Murphy, Kevin Hart, and Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias. Well, that's the winner. Fluffy yeah. Brian's got yeah. the best got the best draft yeah so you wanted carlin and who i else? wanted george carlin i wanted chris rock chris Rock. i wanted sarah silverman sarah silverman's great uh, sarah silverman's, sarah silverman's your top three is filthy so oh, that's yeah. a, so you it. would have gotten all it. three of those people i would have still gotten my picks um and i i mean did you guys not respect the history of comedy and realize that Everything sort of flows through George Carlin. No, Carlin is is well, and Carlin would say everything flowed through Lenny Bruce. Yes, Lenny Bruce. of course. Well, Lenny and Bruce. Pryor is a disciple of that as and well. And Pryor's a great stand was a great stand up. Yeah. Great stand up. And Eddie Murphy, unbelievable. So stand-up. your list would be 
Chris Rock, George Carlin, and Sarah Silverman? Yes. Yeah. How does that stack up? Good. Strong. I, I think Mason's would beat any of your four. Yes. Um, By the way, I'm texting you names through the entire bit. I'm like George Carlin. I couldn't have Chris Richard Rock. Pryor and George Carlin. They're to me, right, they're of the same were, era. There were same two genre. guys that that had a shelf life, but if you hit them in their window, I could not stop laughing. The first one was Sam Kinison. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. So Sam Kinison and Bill Hicks were contemporaries. Okay. They're of the same era. The other one, and you guys are going to think I'm crazy because this guy burned out super fast. But for about 18 months, Andrew Dice Clay had everybody he going. He was funny. Had everybody going. He was going. funny. And he, he, but it was the same joke. Right. right? There, was, really there wasn't a was more the, It was more the delivery. Yeah. It was the cigarette around the head and, and the I would probably, snap in the jacket. Yeah, I, would, I, would, I would be remiss if I didn't put Larry David in there, who was sure. a stand-up comedian who then launched Seinfeld and Curb. Curb. I, I would be wrong not to put my podcast partner, Sue Kalinsky on the list who, yeah, did who, stand was, up who had a career as a stand-up comedian 20 for years. a long time and on top of that um i also uh, in addition to stephen wright is one of my favorite yeah comics. really funny you, know you either wright? like it or don't it's yeah. it's that super it's dry, so dry. Yeah. it's really yeah. he's actually well, going to be on the podcast next week oh, no kidding yeah does yeah. he ever come out of character or is he always in character he says he he's always in character okay. that is okay. just who so he is so there's a modern day stephen wright that is like super understated, but then you think about it, you're like like everybody laughs. His last name is Jeselnik. Oh yeah, Anthony, Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah. Jeselnik. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's that way now. He's very good. Did you yeah. guys ever good. see the original Kings of Comedy? Yeah, did, did I don't think I did. Bernie no. Mac's in that. Okay, so Steve Harvey, mm. Cedric the Entertainer, yep, Bernie Mac, and D.L. Hewley. Yeah. So it you know, DL Hughley's a big sports radio guy. Listens, oh, is he really? li- oh, lives in also LA. Also a big politics guy. Listens to calls in every once in a while. Calls us. Calls five seventy. DL calls- lines open eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Um, Bernie Mac set might be well. You know who he makes fun of? Is, thing you know who he I've makes fun of in that him. movie in that set. Phil Jackson. Remember he does oh, yeah, the Phil right. Jackson? Oh, that's right. And he starts walking like Phil Jackson with you know two bad hips, and Bernie <laughs> Mac starts walking on the stage. You go, oh, my God, that's perfect. It's a good one. Did Have either one of you guys ever tried that? Stand up? To go on stage and tell jokes? Not, no, only, I was... have I, not only have I tried it, but when no, I- No, did you really? Oh, yeah. When I lived in Beaumont, I lived in Beaumont, Texas for four and a half years. It was my second stop in TV. So there were a lot of comedy houses there, and they, in essence, did- their own Saturday Night Live, okay? Mm. So, so sketches, sketch ninety minutes, sketches. Oh, but the comedians never did it. They got somebody from around town to do it. Okay, and there are no celebrities in Beaumont, Texas, so it was almost always either newscasters, guys who played for the minor league baseball team, uh, like a, a singer who would be coming through town. You know, just, so one time they said, "Will you host it this week?" And man, it's fun. It's a rush. But when you bomb, it is you have nowhere yeah. to go. Like if you tell a joke that you think's funny, and there's only there was only like maybe 150 people in the audience. That's a lot. Um, that's, that's a, that's a good amount. That's, that's a big. A I mean, you go to a comedy club, you don't often see 150 yeah. Yeah. people. And, but but they only did this once a week, so everybody knew about okay. it and it became a fun thing. And then when your friends found out you were doing it, like probably 30 to 40 of those people were friends of mine. And did you did you kill? I did fine, yeah. But a couple of, of of jokes in the monologue, which the comedians basically write for you, didn't hit. And I, I'd like, I literally on stage, you I just go, "Just want to crawl in a hole." This like, what is do you do? brutal. <laughs> I got, yeah, and then I just go on in the next joke, and I right. got out of it fine. But we did some. We it was really fun. Have you ever done it? I haven't, but I always talk about doing it. I would be interested because you're it. up for 
the bit. I'm up for the bit. <laughs> yeah. No, I always say, because uh, Sue's my podcast, I always say she can open for me. And, of course, she's done you it for 20 years. Yeah. And I'm working on a set. When I say something funny, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to put this in my set. Um, and so it's an ongoing joke. I've never actually done a set, but I've always thought Do about doing one. Do you think you will? I would do. I would try it. Jeannie Buss did a set. That's right. When I was, she did it in Hawaii when I was over there covering training camp, and I went to it, and she did great. And this was before she knew Jay Moore. I mean, she might have so known these are Jay, original but they jokes together. of hers. Yeah, and like she made fun of herself, and like probably did ten minutes, and and she was really good. She she I, it's. It, and I was I was shocked that she did it because she didn't have to, obviously, but she was great. But the idea, so you can sit in here and you can talk about whatever we talk about, and occasionally you'll think of something funny and you hope it lands. And right. Gives, but the idea of walking out onto a stage and saying, all right, here, give me 10 minutes, make me laugh. Yeah. It's terrifying. Well, I'll tell you, the uh, terrifying. having talked to a lot of stand-ups and, and stand-ups who went on The Tonight Show with yeah. Johnny Carson, right? Uh, the, the amount of time that is spent on those five minutes mm. is unbelievable. I mean, it is. it winds up being word for word, feeling for feeling, joke for joke from what they have tuned in a comedy club over time. Uh, nifty story about... Nifty? What, who How the old hell are you? am I? Nifty. Good story. <laughs> My grandmother walked into <laughs> the room? Nifty story. Uh, no, good story about Stephen Ryan. He actually is the only comic to ever do The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson twice. Um, he, he killed on a Monday... And Johnny Carson had him back on a Friday wow. to do the a same second week? set in the same week. Yes. So he had to go out. He had did this set on Monday. Then I had to rush around, figure out, okay, what's my B material? That, what's my other set Yeah, that I was going to say, do? he's put years into that years five minutes. Years into it, yeah. And they asked him to That's do another five. That's got to be exhausting, though. Like, for Stephen Wright specifically, to always be that deadpan that dry to never break that right I, at some point doesn't something make you oh, genuinely laugh somebody named matt just sent us a name that we all forgot that should be on somebody's list ricky gervais yeah ricky gervais yeah, i texted you guys about ricky gervais he's another I, one i don't get it you don't get it i don't get it oh have you ever seen him host the golden globes yeah and oh, you, you didn't, come on. You he's didn't good. Come on. Oh, he's good. He's really funny. When he makes everybody in the whole room so uncomfortable I, they have nowhere to go. I, I appreciate the goal of uncomfortable humor. Like, I, I get it. I just, it misses me. And hmm. it's not, I, I, obviously I'm wrong. All three of you guys like it. Steven on Twitter likes it. Well, it's a matter of taste. I mean, it's yeah. a matter, it's totally subjective. I mm -hmm. think Ricky Gervais is really fun. The other one I, and by the way, Sarah Silverman's got an unbelievable comedy special on uh, Prime right now on... Uh, Wherever it is, you'll find it. And uh, Amy Schumer is another one who's got She's a special out on Netflix. She's also very funny and ridiculously filthy. My argument is that women <laughs> can get away with jokes that guys cannot. Yeah, there's yeah. a little bit of that. There yeah. is. I mean, yeah. there's stuff where Sarah Silverman says something. I'm like, oh, man. But it's because she's and because she's got a sweet delivery about it, and, she gets away with more. And she's beautiful. Yeah, and she is. And that's what makes it even more like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's this... Like you said, it's this package of sweet beauty, demure, and this like what? Filth. I think <laughs> I told filth. you. I, I'm <laughs> like filth. I'm like three blocks from Ice House in Pasadena. Oh, what, did you ever? And go? I still have never been. You know who owns that? Yeah, Johnny Bus. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Still have never been. I want to say this could be slightly wrong, but it's mostly right. I think it's the oldest comedy club west of the Mississippi River. Oh, really? It's, it's been around for... Susan and I, when we were in high school, we used yep. to go there. When we were first dating out of yeah. high school, we used to go there all the time. It's a great spot. All sorts of unbelievable comedians. I got a quick one for you, John. Yes, sir. Can you explain to me in a minute or two why I should care about the NBA midseason tournament? 
I can't. Okay. Other than people that are big soccer nuts. And Adam Silver's one, Mike Trudell's one. They keep saying, wait till you see. Like, wait, this is going to, that they've been doing this in soccer for a hundred years. And it's great. It's, it's like, first of all, I know that they quote unquote, aren't going to release the details until Saturday. I can uh-huh. tell you a few things. It's going to be in Vegas. Yep. Every team is going to be in it. All right. So every team, there's going to be six pods. But right? only the semifinals and final are in Vegas, right? I don't think so. I think it's all in Vegas. So it's going to be a pod, and then you advance to single elimination, right. or is it going to be single? No, elimination the winners of the each start? pod advance. Okay, got it. So, um, and then and then the only games that aren't these games are going to count as part of your eighty-two, right? Except the for title. the championship, the semi, game. Oh, okay, and okay. maybe the semis too. But I know the championship it, game I, won't. I read it this way: it's the championship game is the only one that will not count as why? a regular season. By the way, game. why? Because I, if I you know. win it, you're going to get something good. Now that's what but I five hundred grand is what I read this morning. Well, uh, what I would okay. do is say if you win it, you guarantee yourselves the playoffs. That's what I would say okay. too. See, that's far more interesting to yeah. me because now you have stakes. Now yep. you have something valuable to play for. Because let's say you're a team, the Atlanta Hawks, the Sacramento Kings, that maybe they maybe they're in, maybe they're not. Right. They're kind of, if but if we can get hot for these games, we're in. Watching guys that already make a lot of money make a little more money. There's Although, no on top of that, to like uh, and this is what I would fear. Um you're having a good season. You're playing well. It's in this is in December. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're the Clippers, why bring Kawhi and Paul George to that tournament at all? You don't need it. You know, what's your incentive to play those guys? You're load managing anyway. Especially if the incentive is money. Right. And by the way, so I think there has to be something other than money tied to it. Well, the one thing that Silver has said is that this is going to make them millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah, my guess is... Who's they? The league? The league. The league. Mm. My guess is that Michael and I will do every game and Billy and Stu won't do any. Mm-hmm. Well, right. It'll be a national TV right. thing, right? I, if if I had to I'm say guessing. this, I, I don't have I don't have any interest in the tournament. I don't understand the tournament, but I also want to give the NBA has tried things. Adam Silver, I, I okay. Let's see what happens. Yeah. you know, if it falls flat on its face and it doesn't work out, at least it's a league trying something different. People I don't know the appeal about, yet. People said this about the World Baseball Classic wound up being a classic playing yeah, tournament. Good point. Playing tournament playing is a tournament good example. Has stakes, though playing you know? tournament has stakes. You can get into the playoffs. That yeah, you matter of fact, play. yeah. two playing teams right. made the final four this year. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. It's what a hamburger. 